Hello and welcome to the Sovereign Collective Podcast, where we bring you real raw truth for your self-empowerment. I'm your host, Sasha Calavota, and I believe that you can stand on your own two feet, but that you don't have to do it alone. I love learning from people who continually strive to raise the bar, to go against mainstream thinking, and who dare to question the general consensus. People are risking ridiculed or even risk the loss of their professional status as they bravely question the common narratives and challenge the rest of us to expand our minds and to reconsider what we think we already know. Join me in learning how to take control of your health and your mind so that you can have the energy to think more clearly and the confidence to step up and take responsibility for all aspects of your life. We promise to never censor here because I believe you are strong enough to hear the real raw truth to make up your own mind. If you like what you find here at the Sovereign Collective Podcast, then please share with your friends and family. I so appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on to the show. In this episode of the Sovereign Collective Podcast, we once again get into the topic of EMS and why we should care about them. And we also get into a very elegant, low-tech solution for them. My guest today is Justin Franson of EMF Rocks. He offers valuable and actually really interesting information about the history of EMFs and why we should really care about them. And he offers a very simple but super effective solution provided to us by nature. If you don't want to spend too much time on this and figuring out all the reasons why you want to do something about it and what you can do about it, then just listen to this podcast and check his products out at emfrocks.com forward slash TSCP. I hope you listen, and if you do enjoy this podcast and other interviews that I provide for you on this podcast platform, then please share with your friends and family, because I'm pretty sure I'm being shadow banned, and I really want to get the word out. So thanks again, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Sasha here for another episode for the Sovereign Collective Podcast. Thanks for joining me once again. And today we're going to go into a topic that is something that we actually have addressed a few times on this show with different guests. But today I think we're going to go down some different rabbit holes. And my guest today, Justin Franson, is really, I just really love the way he explains it. He explains things in a way that people can understand and bring it down to basics with this invisible thing that we keep talking about that is really impacting us in in so many different ways. So we're going to be talking with Justin Franson. He is the founder of athleticism.com and emfrocks.com. He's been working in the area of, of human performance, athletic performance for over 25 years. And the interesting thing with Justin is that he noticed by this wearable technology, I want to talk about that stuff too, because everybody's wearing all these bits or whatever. And he noticed that people are breaking down. And so he started looking to nature for the answers. And he does have solutions for what we're dealing with. Because my big concern is, I don't know, the downfall of humanity based on our dependence and addiction to these these technologies that are come with a price when it comes with all this wireless invisible other stuff that comes along with it so he has some really a really great natural solution great ideas and so we're going to go into all sorts of other things and hopefully some talk on concussions as well too so if you have a concussion or know somebody with that and having problems that we're also going to talk get into that topic as well because justin has lots of knowledge in all sorts of areas of human health so did i miss anything oh and justin specialized he specialized in nervous i did have my notes but i just skipped them so let's just look to see what i had to say Justin specializes in nerve work and is the founder of athleticism.com, like I said, and emfrocks.com. And he really delves in the, the, the connection between 
athletic performance and our environment. And I think we can extend that to any area of human health, right? And the environment, we, we the environment, your perceptions, the actual health of the environment has so much to do. I always say nutrition is your life and including that environment, what you're exposing yourself into day in and day out without even maybe realizing what you're exposing yourself to. So that's enough for me. Thank you, Justin, for joining me today. I'm super looking forward to what you have to say. Oh, thank you, Sasha, for having me on. Excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So whew, it's getting hot in here. I got to take this off. You're in your coat and I have to take layers off. This room is hot. <laughs> All righty. So we, let's talk about, okay. First of all, let's talk about your history, how you got into this. What is it that you do? And then we'll go from there. I am athleticism performance coach. I started athleticism.com uh, 25 years ago. And sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, we started at Scripps Clinic in La Jolla working with the amateur and professional athletes and uh, do nerve work for sports performance. And so when we do, I treat a lot of concussions. I, our jam is light, sound, frequency, vibration, because that's the resonance of the universe and how we're made. And that's how the body most uh, optimally responds. So, uh, sorry, I keep getting a signal call coming in. <laughs> Apologize. Uh, let me make sure that doesn't happen again. I don't know how to block that one. But uh, anyhow, we... I've been working with these athletes and saw them breaking down from wearable technologies. And that was the big thing. I, I, I got to look at these invisible stressors, what's making them weak. And then I looked to nature to help solve that challenge. Yeah. And that's amazing. So what kind of wearable technologies, for example? Smartwatches were the big one. That was the first one that I just really noticed. I couldn't put it on my own wrist. And then when I saw athletes wearing it, I had one endurance athlete in particular, his whole arm went weak. And I said, mm -hmm. Hey, get that watch off your wrist. That's radiation. That's not you know optimal for us. And let's see how your arm heals without me doing anything to it. And it got better right away. The strength we just rebounded and yeah. pain went away. And, and so it was that simple. It's, it's literally clear the stressor, the body heals, not that difficult. Right. Right. Let's allow the intelligence of the body to do its work without getting in the way all the time. Right. Oh, painful. So, so many people are wearing these watches though. Like so many people are wearing the watches. They're walking around with these wireless things or walking around all that stuff. But before we get into all that kind of tech stuff, so when you're talking nerve work, what are you talking about? What are you doing through with your nerve work? Well, the nerves fire the muscles. So most strength coaches just do muscular work and they do some nervous system training, like plyometrics and such. But we're actually, I use light and manual techniques and others to have the nerves fire the muscles. So we can quantifiably get someone about 20% stronger instantly when that nerve speed is optimal and, and the muscles end up having better response time. It's just, it's more of just nerve work for it. And it's the same with concussions. I'll kind of jump into it right now. Sure. But same as those, and Sasha, when someone 
literally gets knocked in the head, what happens is, is they lose their center line and they lose their, their, their horizon and center line. So they lose that, that access, that horizontal vertical access. So when they don't know what's center and what's level, their body has no idea where they are in space. Once you reconnect that grid, it's unbelievable. Literally all the other modalities, whether it's cranial sacral work or great acupuncture, or chiropractic, all the other stuff, energy work, all the nutrition, everything starts to kick into gear, but they need to find what's level and center for that to happen. And how are you helping them find what's level and center? Through mostly on concussions through light therapy. And, and, uh, and then we do lots of applied kinesiology and muscle testing. Oh, wow. So light therapy. Interesting. Well, yeah. that makes sense. And then everything cool. else works. And so you're, what kind of success rate do you have? Like what kind of, what kind of things can you say, for example, I'm just curious, like memory about like all, there's so many things that are involved with a concussion because it can even involve your digestion, right? I know people, they've had extended concussion, then their digestion goes to crap. Like everything is so connected. So what do you see? What changes? Well, they just start to restore their health back. I mean, we've had top 10 athletes in the world have three concussions in one year and get them back in six months, 100% without wow. any challenges. Wow. And then, then we get the normal like little soccer ones. Oh, I got kicked in the back of the head with a ball uh, or hit with a ball and or electric bike kind of fell and knocked ahead with through the helmet still got a concussion so some of the minor injuries that you would see in activities or sports uh what you see is a lot of eye shuddering uh back and forth when they're when they're doing any tracking so we'll see a lot of that and you'll see the shuddering go away once the shuddering goes away you'll see the headaches go away and energy restores they don't get, they're not as nauseous. Uh, and and mm -hmm. so all the concussion symptoms would be nausea and vomiting and, and memory loss. And then obviously headaches and brain fog and, and just really not having any proprioception or knowing where you are in space and being very light sensitive. So a lot of those will start to be restored because what we're doing is the body communicates through light. And that's, that's when you see someone healthy and glowing and you're like, oh, I want to meet that person. And that's their energy that there's, those are their cells communicating through light. But when you see someone that's older at the end of their lifespan, an elderly person, they're pale. And that means their cells are pretty much depleted of that light. And so they're almost, you know, time to transition. So when you can introduce the right color light and spectrum and pulsing and, and start to have the body reconnect, it instantly is activated through this light therapy, but it's specifically targeted and directed. And then in addition to that, Sasha, we'll stack it. So we'll stack the nervous system. So you got to you know, look at my finger while you're curling your toe. So we got to stack wow. all the way down. <laughs> And when we're doing that stuff, that's when you can integrate it. Cause it's like, if you just treat the eyes or the brain, it's like local reflexology. It might help that area heal, but you don't really integrate it to the vagus and dura nerve until you really stack the system.
Right. Oh, that's very cool. That's very cool. And you're using different frequencies of light. You're not just using one specific frequency. Yep. Different yeah. ones. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thank you for that. That's super interesting. So let's go to the EMF thing. Let's talk about the history of it. Cause I know you refer to, uh, the Invisible Rainbow, which I cannot, I am so ashamed to say that I haven't read that book yet. That's been on my list for a very long time. And I know it's an important book. So let's talk about the history of EMS and our exposure, what we, what the human body was used to and how it's changed so drastically over the years. Well, this is a great part to start because this book, it's called The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. It categorized the history of electricity and life, and it directly correlates every major pandemic, if you will, in the history to increased shifts in our electromagnetic blanket of an atmosphere. And those shifts could be either cosmic shifts from solar flares or rollouts of one directional non-native electromagnetic frequencies like radio waves and radar and satellites and 5g so this book is just an unbelievable where it goes back before 1889 and at that time they called the flu sasha the flu because it would fly in and then a lot of people would get sick to adapt to that new frequency and bandwidth and then it would fly out and they wouldn't see it for years. And then it would fly back in with solar flares. So before 1889, those were the cosmic shifts. And then after 1889, when we introduced electricity into the homes, the flu was here to stay because that's a, it's basically mm -hmm. an environmental toxin for our body that we're living in. You were sleeping in and having to restore yourself in. And then he goes into categorizes 18, you know, 1918, the Spanish flu. Well, we, it was the first time we rolled out radio waves. And there's massive correlations. Like this bibliography is 150 pages. And then he wow. goes into uh, the, basically Hong Kong flu was satellites in the Van Allen belt, this protective layer in our atmosphere. And then World War II radar, and then obviously 5G the last couple of years. So this book is probably one of the most extensively well-researched proof that our bodies are electric and when, and so is our universe and we're one with that. And when there's a shift in that electromagnetic frequencies, we're just going to adapt to it. Right. So when does it change from being to just adapt and upgrade to breaking down and no longer, is there a level at which we can no longer adapt? Well, I don't know. I mean, we, we haven't got there quite yet. <laughs> so uh, if the FCC has it in their bag of tricks, which they, I'm sure they do, they'll just keep going until uh, someone says enough's enough. But I, I don't know when that is. What I want to instill is not fear uh, and to let people know this is physics. This is a game of physics. All electricity are made with one directional waveforms so or they don't work. 
whether it's AC with a, a alternating current with their one directional waves going back and forth, a direct current's a one directional wave. Okay, these signals have to meet or you have static in the line and, and that causes challenges for us, like higher levels of waveforms. Uh, so when we're living in a lot of this stuff, it just stresses our body, taxes our body in, in different ways. But we just, we've seen to have been able to continue to adapt, but it's definitely challenging. It's lowering our re reproduction uh, opportunities. It's chipping away at our life force. It's dehydrating the planet and us. I mean, there is this long list I'll get into yeah. more extensively with okay. how the challenges of it are. So can you explain to people when you're talking about unidirectional fields, like we're talking about waveforms like, um, and wavelengths, like native EMFs, native wavelengths, as opposed to man-made creative wavelengths. When you're talking about unidirectional in comparison to what would be natural, can you explain that a little bit more? Yes. Great question. And that's where I wanted to go with this. So the book, The Invisible Rainbow, talks about our environment as being ether or plasma and so that's our air our air is made of ether plasma these waves or particles that are in that travel through that so we most people just think of air as like oh it's air we can't see it it's there maybe in la you can see it because it's so polluted but you're not <laughs> supposed to see air but literally the waves and particles travel through it. That's how we're able to communicate. You're in Calgary. I'm in Southern California. Uh, it's all through wave forms that we're able to communicate, hear each other, see each other with refractions of it. That's a framework of our atmosphere. Now, what we like to call them are our universe is made of scalar waves, Sasha, where they're unpolarized waveforms. They distribute equally in every direction. So for example, the sunlight's not a one directional laser dot. Right. <laughs> it would just zap everything. Right. It distributes equally. If I were to drop a pebble in a pond, does that splash go in a one directional line straight to the right or left? No, it doesn't. It distributes equally in every direction. That resonance is called a scalar wave. It's a framework for the resonance of every living organism in our universe and uh, you know every living organism on our planet. So when you introduce a man-made non-native one-directional waveform, that's a polarizing positive charge waveform that's different than how we're made and sasha it's different to the tune of up to 10 zeros faster than how we're designed and made so when we're sleeping our brainwave state is one or below one to eight hertz or waves per second everyone knows of it as a, a delta or theta brainwave state. When our athletes are in a flow state, they're eight to 12 Hertz or waves per second. So we optimize at this really low and slow brainwave state. And the Schumann resonance of the earth, that healing pulse of the earth that resonates everywhere. It's not like you're in it over here and then you're out of it over here. <laughs> not a one directional waveform. It's a right. resonance. 
that's 7.83 hertz or waves per second. So that's where we're really resonating with the universe and super close to that, that resonance. So Eileen McCusick talks a lot about it in Electric Body, Electric Health, her book, saying that we're basically, humans are a body battery and we get a negative charge from the unpolarized waveforms of the earth and we pull those electrons from it. We get a positive charge from the unpolarized resonance of the sun. We breathe in the minerals from the air, the particles, <laughs> right? And then we hopefully get it from our food. And then we drink this incredible water for the conductivity. Literally, that's how our body battery resonates and works. So when that field's disrupted with food or, or strong bandwidths or wearing shoes or sitting on a massive battery of an electric car, or whatever the case may be, any type of environmental toxin that's a one directional waveform and a really strong resonance will chip away at our life force. So uh, it, it, it shows, showcases it, you know, in the invisible rainbow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we're now, what are we facing? Like what said 10 zero? So that's one times 10 to, well, 10 to 10. I, people can't even understand what that means, right? But that's, that means billions. That's more, yeah, at least, yeah. So, yeah, so, okay. So is that what we're in all the time? Like, really, I don't even know if you turn your Wi-Fi off these days. Like, we turn our Wi-Fi off every night, but that's like, from a list, of course, the closer you are, the worse it's going to be. But that's just from a list that we can detect within our own home when we're turning it off. But what, unfortunately, I need to get to the point, which I haven't, I want to hardwire everything. I don't want Wi-Fi in my home, but at least I'm I'm turning it off at night. But can we really, other than like even in the mountains, I know there's towers. If you've got recept, if you've got reception, can you really get down to the Schumann residence, or, or can you have the reception and have your bare feet on the ground and cancel that out? Right. So I, I the answer is I don't feel there's very many places left that you can just go and not be in the internet of things in one way, shape or form from satellites or Wi-Fi signals or all that stuff. So it's, it, but what we can do is we can create a coherence between us and the non-native stuff through getting grounded by nature and our EMF rocks grounding right. bags. Okay. And we are going to talk about that, but we have to talk doom and gloom a little bit first too. So we're aware of why we need to do a few things. Cause there's always, I think there's always going to be an answer. There's always something available to us because it is, it's physics and, it, and it's energy. And if it can be used for in one way, then it can be used in the other way as well too. There's always a way to somehow neutralize that, right. And to bring it back to, to health. Exactly. So have there been studies with populations that are very low tech because I mean first of all okay can we first of all talk about what are the impacts what are the impacts of all this exposure without being protected and how do we know it's from that because a lot of these symptoms existed before we've had infertility before we've had headaches before we've had cancer before how do we know it's specifically attributed to greater EMF exposure. And are there studies that are showing people that are super low tech in comparison to high tech and how they're 
I mean, I know there's so many other options because they're going to eat differently. They're going to do everything. They're going to live differently, think differently. But can we compare somehow the low tech versus the high tech exposure and see how that changes us? Yeah, so that's a lot in there right there. Causation versus <laughs> correlating it together. I, I mean, to me, there's no scratch in your head. When you're aware and connected and you're grounded to, to earth, you're connected above, you can start to see things and feel things that other people don't and, and, and uh, or may not like say, oh, that's not direct this. Well, there's so many studies. You look at smoking had like 18,000 studies before everyone started to believe it was carcinogenic. And we're, we're probably at about that number now. But the challenge is, is the FCC is, is really pushing it saying, hey, we need all this you know, waveforms and everyone needs to be connected and it's for, you know, safety of our country and all this nonsense. And that's what's driving the ship behind all this. And then telecoms like, sure, more, 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 more. I mean, I don't blame them in a lot of ways. They just keep turning it up and billing people and yeah, and collecting data, data harvesting. They're making so much money it's not even funny from all the different components that go into the telecom industry. So uh, all this stuff's not gonna really change in a lot of ways, shape or form, which, which is a bummer. But uh, I feel the, the first signs of this stuff, if we go into what are the symptoms of, it's all cognitive. So mm -hmm. focus, memory, anxiety, fatigue, behavioral challenges, headaches, ringing in the ears, uh, obviously lack of sleep. Like those are going to be the first symptoms that most people see. So how do we know that we see that and it's directly correlated to it? Well, get out of your office, leave your phone at home and go get barefoot and stand outside for a half hour and tell me if you feel better than you felt when you're in that stuff. I, I mean, there's simple ways to test. And there's so many studies. Let me backtrack a little bit. Dr. Martin Paul talks about the voltage-gated calcium channels opening up. And those mean, like, that's your mitochondria. That's your voltage-gated energy for your cells. They open up. They let positive calcium into a negative cell, which in turn causes tremendous cell and DNA damage. So we're looking at the mitochondria functioning of your cells are disrupted off of low level EMF. So even the slower waveforms, like we saw in 1889, when they first introduced electricity in our homes, those ones are just as disruptive on our body, slow cook process, as the higher level waveforms. Obviously, if you're right in front of a microwave boom, you're going to have the non-trauma concussion symptoms uh, that are going to be more severe, nausea, vomiting, migraines, bloody noses, seizures, uh, you know, all the rashes on your skin. And when you have prolonged exposure to that, it goes into cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's disease, suicide, diabetes, and then the lack of fertility. So you're asking so much in this one question, but the 
how do we know that they cause cancer? Well, shoot, there's a lot of people that used to carry their phones next to their ear for years on end doing business and then they get cancer. Our own California Department of Public Health did a study. They were sued by a Berkeley professor to release the findings of the study that said, hey, when you put those cell phones up there, you get acoustic nerve challenges and cancer. And they didn't release it until they were sued by a Berkeley professor. And this is about seven years ago, I believe. Right. And now you can't even find it on the website. I saw it at one point when it kind of came out. And then now it's buried. I can't even find that stat and that information. So our own health agencies, obviously, especially in California, don't care about us. It's all for profit and you know controlling and a lot of the tracking and they're getting mandated from above and then they're it's all for profit. They're really generating a lot of revenue off of this. So if you look at that angle too, all this for profit stuff, you know people are going to market it as the next best thing when it's not that great and hide the studies and hide the findings. But I guess to answer the question at the end of the day, I always defer to how do you feel? Like, how do you feel when you have that phone next to you for mm. 10 minutes or 10 hours? Like, I can't even put it next to my head for 10 seconds. Me neither. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I can't even, I, I can't even imagine. I watch people just sitting there talking on the phone and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if they're completely disconnected and oblivious or because they don't, and I guess sometimes ignorance is bliss, right? These days, right. ignorance is bliss in many different ways. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I just can't even, I just think of what it's doing and just, it's shocking that people can do that. So yeah, and that's the thing, tune in. People people aren't tuning in. I think they've, they're listening to what they're told rather than allowing their lived experience form their own opinions these right. days. Right. right. And those aren't anecdotal. Like that, that's the big thing. Like the doctors will say, oh, this is anecdotal. That's it. No, it's not. When you have so many people saying they feel better right. from being outside in nature and they go, that's why they go on vacation. <laughs> right. There's something right. to that. Right. Of course. And so what, just uh, curious to know, like when they first started introducing these non-native EMFs, uh, what were, what was the frequency rate then? Like, how did it progress to the billions? Like, what was it at first? Cause it was, people are just like, oh, it's the 5G, it's the 5G, but it started impacting people from the very beginning. So what was the rate back then? The speed of the waveform of electricity, they measured it in milligauss. And if you were to purchase a milligauss meter, it would be approximately about the 50 to 60 waves per second spectrum wow. dirty electricity so if they had really crappy wiring which they probably did because they didn't know how to ground it back then you would get it in the 4,000 to 100,000 waves per second wow. and currently now the cell phones mine's on airplane mode in a Faraday bag right now uh, but these are the the meters the acoustic meters that meter the cell phones are actually 50 million waves per second on up to billions of waves per second. So as technology has improved, we've started to get into this uh, wireless you know, state and that's where the bandwidth starts to improve. Now we've had microwaves in homes for years. 
So they've had this technology, but they didn't have it rolled out for communication wise. So in 1996, our own government set procedural levels in, in the US, our own government set procedural levels for what's ionizing versus non-ionizing. So if something's ionizing, creates a thermal effect, oscillates the cells, raise the temperature, that's not okay. So they drew the line in the sand. But from Dr. Mar and Paul's work, we know that even if it's low level, there's still a vibration. It's a vibration that causes that secondary effect that leads to level one, two, and three of all these challenges. You know, And it takes a lot longer because we're so resilient and we do have constant input of healing and grounding because yeah, you have to walk outside for 10 minutes a day at least, you know, most, so we're, we're always being healed by our environment in a lot of ways to combat it. So it's tough to, for the government, well, it's not tough for them, but they won't lay it down and go, okay, you know, this is too much. It's not okay. If you put a cell tower right across the street, they just won't do that because everyone bends and breaks in different ways, depending on our level of resiliency and how full our bucket is of to toxicity. Right, right. There's just so many factors these days to consider. So this can be used as, like we know this can be used as a weapon. I mean, there is radiation that is used as a weapon. So what, other than affecting calcium channels, what, what's going on in the physical body that is actually doing that we know that's measurable? If they're, if they're, you know, beaming someone with radiation, they've got radiation poisoning, what's actually going on in their body? Because I know it can affect lungs and capacity for oxygenation. I think D3 conversion into active form of D3, even for just from the sun. What, what are all the things that it's impeding or impairing? Well, I mean, we, we cover the dehydration a little bit. Ibrahim Karim will attribute all the global warming currently to the rollout of the internet of things and satellites which is crazy. It's not the fossil fuels. It's these millimeter waves are set at, at measures that destructure water. And so when you right. destructure the water, we get hydrate, dehydrated. So we're seeing an epidemic of dehydration in our planet, which leads to global warming. And it, it's also dehydration in the body. So everyone go to alphavetic.com and get more silica. I mean, literally $15 little biohomeopathic, you know, pellets. Muscles. Yeah. That's a simple way. I, I mean, you got to look at what keeps your hydration going. Silica is one of the biggest things. So when your water's destructured, you know, and you're dehydrated, we have these long list of effects, but I, I think internally you have this cell and DNA damage and you have like double, triple strands, breakdowns, you're starting to see uh, literally our bodies aren't being as fertile. So the reproductive challenges, I mean, why does the computer industry, why did they even make a product called a laptop when they're putting a battery with a router right over everyone's reproductive organs? So yeah. we're, we're having challenges in a lot of, a lot of different ways, but I, th I think the, uh, the other big ones I would say are, the eyes, uh, the light, the white light from this stuff really messes with our eyes. Uh, the teeth get decharged. So you'll see small fractures on the teeth. Your thymus 
your electrical system for your entire body gets decharged. So you don't wake up on your money or on your energy. You kind of, it's that slow process to get out of bed. And then maybe midday, you have that afternoon fatigue and everyone blames it on, uh, you know, just a big, heavy lunch meal, but really it could be a lot of from dehydration. And then you start to get decharged. Like you lose that polarity that we talked about and you might lose it in the gut as well. (laughs) Excuse me. So your hydrate, your digestion obviously is disrupted. So your body doesn't flow like a river. You lose that conductivity. And then literally Sasha, every list of health challenge can be directly correlated to this stuff. And I I've seen everything from suicide, literally in homes. One gal had her daughter unknowing to her and she was the most amazing mom and organic food, healthy, had them work out. But every night her daughter went to sleep with the head of her bed against the wall on the other side were two smart meters, which are the automated gas and electric meters for the both the front and back unit. This kid grinded her teeth to death. Like literally she had no teeth. Wow. She would grind them. And the mom's going, what in the world are we doing? And her other son had seizures and they shared a room, but at least his head of the bed, it wasn't on that wall. His foot was, I mean, it's just devastating the scene, the stuff we've seen with it, autoimmune and cancer, like literally everything I've listed, I've seen clinically from metering homes for the last decade about. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I have a friend who actually, she didn't realize her son was like his bedroom, like his bed was like on the router. She didn't really understand it. And she was told that this is the only place you could put it. And, you know, there's like behavioral stuff. There's focus stuff. There's all this stuff and getting that out. I mean, made a big difference, but I think there's other things now it's going to cause deficiencies, right? If your body's in stress, it's going to use up minerals. It's like, we're this electrical body and it's going to be using this stuff up. So there's other things that need to be doing a lot better now too. So that's, that's great. But that's That's great. That's the thing, having your home checked for that, that kind of stuff crazy yeah so and then what for, about like, oh sorry yeah for athletes too i mean that's that was the big thing is athletes we'd see them just get injured like uh, oh i just you know tore the achilles playing pickleball with my family just stepping for a ball the things that these guys right. are break down fine-tuned athletes break down for no reason yeah that just doesn't happen so no. we're seeing that too and i think a lot of the stadiums with with the 5g rollouts and all that massive cognitive mistakes i mean unforced errors beyond guys these are fine-tuned machines they're they don't make mistakes and now they are interesting that's really interesting to see those little things and i couldn't imagine like back in the day of going to university you know we're sitting in these huge theaters we're writing off seeing things off the overhead projector and writing our nose down now everybody goes in there with their own computers they're and a phone and a computer and the wiring of it i couldn't imagine and then you have to think in that and you have to, like, I, I couldn't even imagine what kind of ex- that, that exposure is doing to our young children prior to having their children, right? In their fertile time. I, I just, that will, or just school in general. I'm so glad my son has never been to school very intentionally. Now I'm happier than ever that we made that decision. But even now the schools, like it's just such a dangerous place on so many different levels for 
physical and mental health, in my opinion. It is. And I, I had a friend whose uh, wife was in charge uh, of a big school district in Northern California. And I shared this information. I don't know what direction they ended up going. I haven't really talked to them for a while, but uh, I, I let them know that like all these desks with the kids in high school and elementary school and up, they shouldn't have computers on them. No. They, they literally, if you want to have a computer room, they should have a computer room and every one of those computers should be hardwired. We got to go back to the fiber mm. optic. It's faster. It's safer security wise. You can't get hacked like that as easy. It's more reliable. It's not going to break down in bad weather. And then it's it's way less health challenges on your body when it's hardwired versus having a router at the desk of the kid and describing exactly what you're seeing. So there's countries that like France had banned Wi-Fi in elementary schools years ago. And so did Brussels. Like there's countries that are like, hey, we're not going to take this 5G in. We're, we're, we, we know that this stuff isn't good. I, from what I've heard, Russia doesn't really roll out 5G in their cities like we do. I think wow. there's kind of everyone's staying at the 4G bandwidth because they know it's making their population weaker and their their strength of their nation depends on their population's health. So uh, for these countries to really roll this stuff out in a big way, I, I just, I don't know what's going to happen in the future population. We're already seeing the the replenishment rate being depleted and uh, you know massive fertility challenges, uh, still births, uh, massive, massive uh, uh, just miscarriages, uh, you know, because when you're in the first trimester, the the fetus has zero, zero defense. There, nothing's developed at that time. And yet, hey, 5G phone on you in your pocket, in your purse, right? So- yeah, it's going to never, challenge you. They never live a life without without um, exposure, these new babies. Now, I just want to see, I just got a message. I am on my husband's account, and I think it said I got kicked out, but we're still here. So just going to, I'm scared we're going to have a problem here, but it seems to be okay. Everything's okay. I'd hate to lose half of this. Yeah, so... They have the 40 minute mark sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. No, there's not a, it's just that I'm logged in and I think he logged in on his device uh, as well. And then it kicks you out and it says I got logged off. Can I'm going to pause this for a sec. Okay. And you're then still recording. Yeah. It is still recording, right? It is. Yeah. It says it on my end. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then we're just going to trust. We're just going to trust. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. And I just got kind of cut off, uh, just got sidetracked. Is yeah, that's the thing. Like our our like we're living with a generation that has never not been exposed from the womb. And and not even that, I mean, the sperm and the egg prior to that. Like there's nothing that is has been fully intact without exposure to to these EMS. And then you just see women and they're pregnant and they're on their phones and they're on their computers and it's it's just, it's really a testament to how resilient we are. I say this so many times because the things that we're exposed to and that we're still here is just, I think it's a bloody miracle, but it really is. it's just eventually, of course, the more that every generation is exposed to more and more and more, we're just going to see a weaken and weaken. When we're seeing that, we're seeing that we're just right. not nearly as robust physically or mentally these days. I would not call us 
resilient in, you know, the true definition of the world, word, not world, word. Right. Um, I mean, that, that's a good point. I go back 250 years for when, you know, when, when 1776, when America, you know, got its independence and freedom and kind of started the whole, uh, let's stick our flag in the sand here. Uh, those people had a way easier life and probably even more resiliency and, and uh, fortitude than a lot of the people now. And because their life force hasn't been shipped away for you know, their entire lifespan from millimeter waves, it definitely is different. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so let's talk about like, you know, what really surprises when I'm watching a video of some health person talking about health and they're wearing the wireless AirPods or earpods. I don't know what you call them. Like, I cannot believe how many people use those and have them in their ears constantly. Like, can we talk about like, what about that? And then, okay, there's electric cars, which I just, I just intuitively think like, there's no freaking way I want to be caught in an electric car for many reasons, but even just the new cars, they've got radar on their side view mirrors. There's, there's Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. Like, it's just like, what, what? <sighs> I don't want to make this like, okay, we are going to get into some good things here, people, but let's just talk about some of the basics that people don't even understand. Like, like there's Tesla cars everywhere. There's these AirPods everywhere. What, what is that doing to people? Okay. So let's start with the AirPods. Those buds, they are an antenna directly in your inner ear. That's about 2.45 billion waves per second. And remember, let's remember here that skull is everywhere except your earway canal, which is an airway canal directly to your brain. Wow. So you're getting wow. literally localized radiation in your inner ear. That's the last place you want to have two antennas. So that's that. And then let's get into electric cars, which hopefully in Calgary, it's not as- Oh, they're prolific. everywhere. They're everywhere. I don't even know how, because in the cold, they're half as efficient, like literally- it's you guys stop buying electric cars. They're not the next best thing. They're no. not efficient. Let's go over this whole thing. The process of making a battery. What do you do? You use fossil fuels to do it. And you use precious minerals, coal, cadmium, nickel, everything is included in these batteries. Okay. Then you plug it into the grid to use it. Are you kidding me? How is that helping lower the emissions it doesn't you're using the grid while you're using the car and then it doesn't get more efficient when you drive it it's still as heavy as it ever was so there's no benefit for efficiency of usage and then when the battery dies because they're disposable they're not meant to have a lifespan of 50 years maybe 10 they end up in our landfills with acid, with dead batteries. It's not a net zero on the environment at all in any way, shape or form. And arguably it's a thousand times worse. And in addition to that, what you're doing is lowering your testosterone for guys and girls and kids, 18% for anyone across the board driving an electric car. Wow. And that's a big deal, like, because testosterone's already lowered 
in general, working in the health field and talking to men, you know, that's often a question, you know, what can I do? It's like, it's low testosterone. And you can see it when it gets really low, you can see it just in their shape and you can just, you can just tell. So, and then you add that on top of it. Wow. Definitely. Well, the call, one of my colleagues tested, uh, she had a, she was a doctor. She's a physician, an MD, and she had her patients she she's huge on blood work and reading blood work so she has her patient pool of their blood work before everyone got the you know the covid shot and after and it was 20 percent lower testosterone for them so literally if you take a perfectly healthy person and you give them a shot and an electric car you take them into a really dangerous level hormonally wow. that will in turn turn into you know potentially turn into massive, massive, major health challenges. Wow. Absolutely. And so what is their exposure when they're sitting in that car on top of it? Huge EMF. I mean, I don't even know They're, the meters are the milligoss meters can meter up to 70 milligoss. It should be one or below. I, I mean, we're looking at levels that are super, super high. And I think a lot of the cars, especially the electric cars are working on grounding it out better but unless they had a grounding rod literally dragging across the road it's not going to be enough and when you reverse or accelerate or decelerate uh you're idling you're recharging it like literally those levels of milligoss change up and down but then you still have the vibration and you still have dirty electricity because it's a battery what we've known in homes is from solar in homes every home that has solar has three times to five times the level, literally, of dirty electricity in their home. No way. So it, it, uh, Stetzer electric meter, which you can buy at stetzerelectric.com, plug it in the wall, it's $150 US, and it'll tell you the amps to volts and any static in the line. And it should read 100 or below for a healthy home. Most homes are 300 or below, and, and I'm okay with three, 320. Anything above that, it, it's going to be devastating. So we're looking at three to five times. So that's 1,500, you know, GS units, like amps to volts from solar being on your home. Wow. That's going to, and that vibration, that, that sparking, that's huge for cancer. Like that's been known. There's multiple books, you know, done on that. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Something here we think we're doing that's good for us, good for the environment. And yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh my goodness. And so, okay. What are we, what, what, what are, okay. So we know we've got a problem. <laughs> so what what do you do personally and let's okay first let's talk about your your product let's talk about emf rocks because it's a super interesting thing i saw your interview with um dr berlando and mike winter on AlphaCast, and how he made measurements even and how there was very significant reduction in protection so that was super interesting so because and i i want to understand them because they're they're wet they they, they have to be you it's just super interesting so they're rock so let's talk about your experience unless there's something else that we've missed that you think that we haven't touched on before we get into what you have yeah i mean the answer is just get grounded by nature so you can do it outside for free 
uh, or you can do it inside with their products. And all we did, Sasha, is look to nature to solve this challenge. So nature has all the answers. So we looked to nature, found the resonance, hand mined these crystals. We put them, these crystals inside of this grounding bag. So these are what's inside of here. And you put this on your bed, you'll sleep three to 50% better. And it's how does that, just, how do you measure that? What, what does that mean? Three to 50% better sleep? Meaning your REM sleep patterns, how much duration, how much time you're in a deep sleep mode. Ah, okay. So Dr. Rodney White, he's a chiropractor out of Nebraska, just tested it for over 50%. His deep sleep improved from 45 minutes to a hundred minutes for two months straight without dipping. Wow. That's insane. Wow. If you were to go do a sleep test on these just and go to a lab and the way a, a MD would do it, they would have like 60 patients and they'd go for one night in a new location and test their sleep. I, that's a, a lame way to do it. I, I mean, we're getting doctors from all around the country that have tested this stuff for years that have their own measures in place testing it. And that's what we're seeing. Dr. Bear Lando did a waveform test. And this is really cool. And I, I haven't visited him yet. I'm kicking myself for not because we talk all the time on the phone. They're a huge reseller of our products. Nice. Uh, and obviously I've been on his podcast three times. So I'm one of few that have been on there three times. Ooh, nice. He, uh, he does these waveform tests. So he has dual impedance antennas and they measure any distortion in your chi or your life force. So what Bruce Lipton will say is when there's uh, a stressor on your biofield, that's primary. The secondary is your chemistry of your body. Mm -hmm. So it's all about your chi. That's where bear looks and so these impedance antennas check any distortion in the in your biofield and they can directly tell you what's going on they tell him exactly what's going on more accurate than blood analysis and so he did a waveform test where he put the grounding bags around the patients after he tested them they clinically passively treated up to 91% of the markers that were off, which is insane. He's never seen anything that impressive. Really? Wow. So that's the capacity, Sasha, that's the healing capacity of our universe, of nature. So the answer is, what do I do? Well, I get outside a lot. I surf, I'm in the water, I'm in the ocean, I'm barefoot. I take a barefoot walk every day, at least once, maybe twice a day. Wow. And that's how I get grounded. Well, I'm in Southern California. It's raining now, but it doesn't really <laughs> ever rain here very often. So I, I can do it for those that can't go touch a tree, uh, you know, get into bodies of water. That's how you get grounded. Go gardening, uh, have a picnic outside, lay a blanket down and get close to that resonance. These are how we get grounded, get away from the rubber in between us and that, get out of the electrical boxes of our homes and get outside. So, and then when you can't bring the resonance of the earth 
into your home with the EMF rocks grounding bags. Is that bag, does the bag material, is that any anything special or is it just holding the rocks? Okay, so that's a great question. And I wanna get into this and it's a little technical. So bear with me. These crystals test better when they're inside of a static bag. And then they're deployed in the outer decorative cloth. So this crinkling that you hear is a silver static bag inside of this decorative cloth that these are in. You follow me? Static bag. So it's not like the Faraday bag that you have your phone in because you don't want to, you can't have it in something Faraday. So what, what, what is, so what's that made out of that bag? So this is where the question that you have is the same one. It was the first question I had when we were doing the testing. The doctors were testing the crystals worked better inside this bag what there was something physics wise where when you put a negative ionic charge like the earth's resonance in it it amplifies it when you put a cell phone in it a positive polarizing charge it squashes it oh i thought the faraday bag just cut everything off but that's so frequencies do go in and out of this, Sasha. This is only a seven millimeter bag. It's not an ironclad cage. Right. Like this isn't like full on bulletproof stuff. This is frequencies go in and out of it. So it's perfectly designed. And when we first made it, it was it's the strongest uh, just basically uh, Faraday bag that I could make at that time. And it used to block out the signal. So your phone wouldn't ring in it and they couldn't find you. Now they've upped the signal strength on the phone. So the phones, uh, the newer ones, most likely will ring inside no here. Way. Yeah. No and then way. your location, I double up. We double up uh, our smaller Faraday bag with the bigger one. And it takes about 10 minutes or so for the location to be found when they're doubled up inside. So there are other Faraday bags out there that have meshed a bunch of metals together yeah. that uh, are different than ours that are full blockouts. These aren't a full blockout and people love it for that because they can still be connected. But if I go to muscle test someone, they test strong as can be when the phone's ringing inside of here, when they're just oh. holding the phone outside of here, they're weak. And then they're really weak when it's ringing outside of here. Right. So there's something uh, with the level wise, it squashes it health wise for us. So I've had people go, Justin, forget your grounding bags. I did want a Faraday bag. I put my phone on. I'm sleeping better than ever. They're like, this thing is the best ever. So, and, and uh, so I think the combination of the both are phenomenal, phenomenal. Cause you, you got to take care of, the data harvesting, save the life of your battery by putting your phone in here. And then you got to clear the resonance and create that coherence between us and the non-native with the grounding bags. Interesting. So, and yeah, now that you say that with that, the, the negative frequencies, again, that makes sense. Cause I think there's been, I don't know if it's Lynn McTaggart's works or something. They, they put something in a Faraday cage, but it's still you could still, there was, there was a connection through the field regardless, but it was probably a natural type of resonance. So a couple of right. things. So 
the phone. So it's going to be different having it in airplane mode and different having it in airplane mode in the bag. Yeah. That's going to be even better because even in, in airplane mode, that's not good enough. Or off. It's, it's good. Uh, for the harvesting, we wanted, you know, airplane mode and then in the bag. So ultimately, what they're doing now in a lot of ways, and I haven't tested all the new phones. So, but what I do know with the routers is they're having hot spots on it. So even if your router's off, they're still on. So there's they're they're making all these devices so they're always connected and they're sending this information to artificial intelligence at record speeds and aggregating it and making sense of it. So their money power play is to always have them on, even when you say they're not on. So put them on airplane mode, throw in the bag, and then you know you're safe. And it makes sense. I mean, you used to be able to take the battery out of your phone. You can't take the battery out of your phone for a reason now, right? Because you can't really turn it off. Really. Come on, people. Okay, interesting. So you sell the bags and you sell the rocks. Okay, so what are these rocks? So what are they in compared? Like, we've got all these different crystals and all these other things. So why are these, where where do they come from? Why are they different? So that goes into the moisture comment you made earlier. These are called colloid crystals. They've been compressed from an underground water source. So they're more like a soapier rock where they have moisture content in it with the magnetic properties. Shungite, amethyst, black tourmaline, all the other known crystals that have magnetic and Tesla resonances to it, they're lacking the moisture content. When you combine the two, that what is what makes them exponentially stronger for EMF protection. Oh, okay. Do you know why? So you have to keep them sealed. You literally, right. yeah, you got to keep them sealed, use them as is. And no one knew about these crystals before for EMF protection because when they would mine them, Sasha, they would turn to dust pretty quickly. So mm-hmm. the lifespan of these will be anywhere from two years to 10 years. So last for years. This is the best value of an EMF protection from natural resonance, quantum healing that you could ever find. This isn't a GMO product manufacturing, modifying a resonance to overpower these other resonance that are man. <laughs> That's a futile effort. We look to nature to do it. So I love that there's a life expectancy of these because when they dry out and turn to dust, sprinkle them in your garden, give you the most nutrient dense uh, minerals in your garden. And then you got to purchase another bag. Okay, so they have a, so, and I've seen you talk about how you can recharge them somehow tapping. Like, yeah. what, what do you do with that? So what, what's, what's going on there? So there's two components to this. People have said, and you experience better benefits when you take them outside every you know, two, three, four months and put them out on the lawn and recharge them by putting them outside. They've had great benefits from doing that. So we, with the mini grounding bag that I have in my pocket here, the minis you need, we re, we require that you do that every two weeks with the minis. With the grounding bags, we say every several months is, is optimal, but it's not a necessity because when they're in solid form, they're still ground. That's ground in there. So they're still working, but it helps clean them and clear the energy and recharge them. Now, 
how do we recharge the body with these? Ah. That's the coolest thing too, because there's a self home care protocol, Sasha, that we use with the grounding bags. When someone has stuck EMF in their bio field and their energy field, they're going to be super sensitive to EMFs. So if they had a transformer that they were sleeping next to uh, when they were little or cell towers or Wi-Fi router was next to them or the smart meters, whatever the case may be, or their mom drove an electric car, you know, for years, they're going to be more sensitive to the stuff because their just bodies have been inundated with it. So what we use is a grounding bags as a home care protocol to recharge your body battery. You can tap on them just holding them. It's easiest if you're seated and you just place them on your lap, a tap on the bag that'll 10x someone's energy. And then tap and cover your eyes, eyes first, then teeth, then thymus, upper chest, mm. tap and breathe and ground, have that intent of rooting into the ground. This is grounding. This is literally like me going outside in the rain and getting grounded, just right here. And then do your intestine area below your belly button, tap and have your other hand over that area and breathing ground. Those are the four areas, Sasha, that get decharged from man-made EMFs. When you can recharge them, your body has a fighting chance. You clear the toxicity out of biofield, you 10X your energy, you recharge all the areas and the, the weak links potentially in your body battery. Now your force field is stronger and you're more resilient. Right. And I, I, and, and do you think it's restructuring the water? That's what we are so much made out of. Like oh, definitely. Yeah. There you're getting that, that negative ion of charge back in there. It's helping with circulation. It's giving some structure and shape back to the water so you can start to utilize the moisture and water content in your body. There's so many elements that are happening at a quantum level that nature provides for us, especially when they're in the grounding bag. Right. And that's interesting because I met a woman the other day who was, she can't fully hydrate like she's had all these tests and everything nobody can find out what's wrong with her but she's very worried about the state of the world and she's just so high strung but you gotta like the stress is gonna do all that as well but i think something yeah. like this would really help with that rehydration and resetting yeah yeah get her on silica and have her tap the bag and cover her forehead and that'll clear a lot of the emotional stress and remember we can't give our power away to the stuff these are waveforms. Yes. We can convert this stuff. We're strong enough. We have that capability and, and we can use nature to help with it. It's just physics. We can coexist with this stuff and still thrive. Right. And that's, that's the thing that's really in the last few years, like the first two years of this whole nonsense that's been going on. I was mad. I was angry and <laughs> pissed off. I could even feel my liver talking to me and I was pissed off. And then finally I'm like, I'm feeding it. I'm feeding the energy, whether it's from an, a point of awareness or, you know, just listening, whatever you think it's real and you're afraid of it. 
so I just turned up and focusing on the work of Joe Dispenza and Jason Brashears. I don't know if you've listened to Jason Brashears. He's been on AlphaCast a couple of times too, but just more from the perspective of working with the field and creating the reality and living the life that you want to live kind of thing. So I've been thinking even, you know, combo like emotional health and, and being heart centered, you know, how much that's going to do on top of, because how much is this going to help somebody who's in a state of fear? And how much is this going to help somebody who's in a state of confidence and love and what's possible, right? That's also, I think, going to have a big effect on the impact that this technology could have. Right. And, and that's where we're at right now. I mean, that's why we're doing what we do is voicing this consciousness and this awareness to raise the vibration by connecting to God and through the resonances of nature. And when we can do that, we're invisible. They can't touch us. We have free will. Like they can't touch us. So that's where we get it. And and I too, I mean, hey, I you're like the yeah the the mama bear. I was a you know, <laughs> yeah. like anyone told me what to do. That's not okay. It didn't no. resonate well. And my daughter no. got to hear me uh, give a lot of people. Uh, some really profound input for uh, about a year or so. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, and so I I felt that anger inside and and you know at, at the end of the day a lot of it was educating them in a very forceful way, <laughs> but uh, we we when we can raise that vibration and, and we already have the pure intent we're already there and so now it's for everyone to literally understand the physics and the dynamics and what health really is. And when you can start to find out how physics is, biology, nutrition, what wellness, that wellness industry, exercise and breathing, sweating, loving, touching, hugging, smiling, mm -hmm. like the inner smile, the outer smile, that's health. Like we have to see that for health. We have to touch people and hug them and be together and not get a shot and not stop 3% of your oxygen from coming in and yeah. keep your distance from someone else. I mean, yeah. this, the contagions are the frequencies. I mean, right. that's what it really is. And you know, Bear Lando will say that Tom Cowan will say that when you're broadcasting the, the bandwidth of through 5g of the resonance from Wuhan and the labs that they were messing with, we're all going to go, what is that? And adapt to that all at the same time. Yeah, and Zach Bush will say it best, a virus is self-limiting by nature and we're built on it to the tune of 10 to the 31 innocent around us at all times. So we would not be here without them. They're our adaptive system. They're a dead protein that we produce. And that we produce, right? That that we endogenous, produce. right? It is a part of who we are. And, I, and even to use the word contagion, I think, well, is it actually contagion? Well, I mean, that word contagion implies that you are a victim to something outside of you when it's your body's intelligence cleaning house in response to, right, the change and whatever it's exposed to. And yeah, yeah. that's been a really big eye-opening for me in the last week because I didn't really understand the whole viral thing. I've been aware of a lot of things for a lot of time, but the whole viral notion. It's just a great story because you can't see it. You can't, you know, you can't, you don't have to prove it. Nobody's asking for proof and away we go. Well, that's the thing is, is Tom Cowan has offered money along with uh, Andrew Kaufman 
No one's ever, 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 no one's ever, ever, ever isolated a virus and shown it to be the cause of disease. So yes. we go back to Louis Pasteur and Bouchamp, and Bouchamp was a real scientist. Louis Pasteur uh, literally was admittedly a fraud his whole career to sell germ theory over bioterrain. And he recanted all of his work before he died uh, because he you know, pretty much saw the direction it was going towards. But Bichamp was studying twins. And so one would get sick, one would, and he's going, well, why would one get sick and one the other not? And he's looking at their internal health. So one you know, had really poor uh, health and uh, their, their body wasn't well. So it's all about the terrain of the body uh, and then the other one was fine. So that's where it all started. And and I think Bear Lando has been a huge, huge voice for everyone to understand that these viruses are not the bad guys, fungus, bacteria. We wouldn't be here without them. Right. Absolutely not. It's such a simplified, ridiculous thought. Like now I can't believe that I didn't really understand that fully. Like I yeah, I, a microbiome, all that stuff I knew, but didn't really fully understand it until that was one of my big new learnings at the beginning. Of all of this is like, oh, okay, because we would talk medicinal mushrooms, they're antiviral, they're anti, they're like, oh, I don't, I don't really know if that's really the case. So interesting. Back to rocks quickly. What I wanted to say, they have their their power accumulates with more, right? So there's more, right. there's more density. So can you talk about that and what? How would you recommend using them? And do you do anything else in your home besides your rocks and just Faraday bags and things like that. Do you do anything else? Yes. So the more mass of the mine you can combine together, meaning the more grounding bags you can put together next to each other, the more resonance it's going to kick off. So our protocols are one grounding bag on each bed, desk, or car seat. You can put them underneath it. If it's under, make sure it's leaning against it and touching it. Five of the grounding bags together will clear 2,000 square feet. You need seven in a home to clear a home with solar panels. You need seven to clear an electric car like a Tesla behind the driver's seat. So those are the protocols and how we use it. We use the mini for a purse pocket or backpack for on-the-go protection. What I've done personally in my home Will Harold, Acacia Intelligence, he's got a channel on YouTube. One of our colleagues, I actually met through Music and Sky, Mike Mike Winters, a uh, conference that he puts on. Mm -hmm. I was speaking, I spoke at the first couple of them. And uh, so I met Will and Will does a lot of Ibrahim Karim's biogeometry. So I have done, I have grounding bags in our home. I have... Uh, biogeometry done through Will's, Harold's work. And then he's an architect that can really change the shape of the environment in the home as well. And then in addition, I had my home really rewired for the most part. And then I have grounding rods. I have two grounding rods. I have one right at the main and one about 15, 20 feet away in a power source. Through biogeometry, you found a power source, a little vector section. We stuck the rod in there and that's what's grounding out our house. If you have more than two, you could create a ground current that could reverse and send more bad into your home than good. So we just use two big grounding rods outside. And then we have uh, 
I don't even know how many grounding bags. I keep adding them in there in our home. If I get too big of a rock that I can't fit in a bag, like, <clears throat> like this one, it's too big uh, to work. So then this one will go in our house and we just keep adding them in there. And so uh, that'll help ground us and keep us safe. So there's a lot I'm doing EMF protection wise. And additionally, we have our home, we have an older home, uh, but it, it wasn't hardwired. So we have Wi-Fi in it. It turns off every night at a certain time. We have a switch on our timer uh, for the electrical in all the bedrooms mm -hmm. that go on and off automatically and we can override it. Nice. So Wi-Fi goes off, electricals goes off in the bedrooms. All the phones are charged in different rooms in an airplane mode. We don't have one LED light in the house. Nice. All the computers, everything goes on airplane mode that has a resonance to it. And that's what allows us to sleep and heal. Right. Absolutely. I love it. And what do you think about the products out there that people are plugging in or there's all these other things out there? Like I have a, I have a thing in my pocket because I used to wear it around my neck, but it broke. It's from Lila Q. It's this Lila Q technology that I have this pendant that a friend got me for Christmas. Or, you know, I had the grounding, I haven't been using grounding masks, but I even have like, so I have my jar of water here, but I have this little squishy square. It's probably really old. It's got it's from Vibes Up. I don't know if you ever heard of vibes up. Like it's, I just have all these little things, but this is crystals and all sorts of things, but there's also things that you can plug in. So the things that are, are, you know, more natural, but there's also things that plug in. So what do you think about all, and I don't want to bash anybody specifically, but just in general, what do you think about all the other stuff out there? So let's start with Leela Q, the, the, the tower that they make, I actually love it. And that's okay. the only other EMF product on the market. Ah. That, that I like. It changes the resonance of the phone. I have nerve sensitivities in my finger. And when I was in college, I took an internship at a commercial real estate firm and they stuck me at a copy machine, an x-ray machine. That's ionized radiation machine for months on end. I would cop making copies pulling paper right off the x-ray machine, uh, my fingertips would burn. Wow. So I got firsthand experience of what radiation feels like Wow! on my fingertips. Now, fast forward 30 years, I have nerve sensitivity in my fingertips from that radiation years ago. So I feel a lot of the kids that are using the touchscreens and not using a mouse like a hardwired mouse right. separately are going to develop those same types of nerve sensitivities. The, the Leela tower is the one device that really helps normalize that resonance. So it's not as painful for my finger. So that's why I like it. All the others, uh, I feel they're man-made devices attempting to keep up with man-made signals and they are like eating genetically modified food. Do you eat GMOs? Heck no. No, <laughs> no. nor do I. Yeah. So it's the same concept. Why would we have a man-made resonance overpowering the other man-made resonances? 
It just, it's kind of a futile effort. I've only seen it done once right. And in a certain application, all the coils and bandwidths, bears tested them. They don't test 91% effective. So they're, they're well under 50% effective. So they have a resonance, but they're not even close to the power of mother nature. No one does it better than nature. And when you combine more of her together, she's even intelligently exponentially stronger. So I just defer to nature and look to nature for the resonance versus a GMO product. Right. I love it. And it's just, and that's the thing. So many of the solutions are just going back, going back to basics, going back yeah. to our the natural cycles, natural rhythms, looking to nature, mimicking nature, getting out in nature, being nature, because that's what we are. We're not separate people. We're, 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 we've been told this story that we're separate nope. and we're not. So we are one with nature. And that's why you need a lot of her resonance, like the little pendants and stuff, they get overrun. They're just not strong enough. There's not a mass and strong enough for it. That's why we don't have wearable like necklaces or jewelry we have mm -hmm. to have an actual mini grounding bag that you would carry in your purse or pocket or backpack to create that resonance you just need more resonance of nature to do it so this is the best way that we figured out and then it, budget wise it's incredible because you can add and add and add as you go and as budget approves and all these other products, Sasha, are thousands of dollars to get yeah. a, a machine that has a resonance. Yeah. So, what if somebody has a big tower that's beaming at them right in front of their home? Is that going to help them? Oh, rock? definitely. So when there's a direct source with a tower pointed at you, and remember the cell towers, they're one directional waveforms. All the panels have to face the direction because that's where they're sending that signal. Mm -hmm. So if you can see that panel, you know it's ah. got a, a panel directly aiming at you. When okay. that happens, what you wanna do is go into the protocol of blocking along with the creating the harmony and coherence. So paint the wall with EMF paint, get the EMF blocking curtains, if that wall is directly, remember they're one directional, take care of that wall and reflect that waveform the other way. And then you know there's still going to be a little vibration coming through. That's when you use the grounding bags in your home for that vibration. But I, I'm like, hey, let's, my whole thing is proximity protocol. Like, let's get this stuff out of our world and let these just, heal us innately as if we're at the beach all the time, not just always protecting us and healing us. Mm -hmm. And so walking around with that grounding bag when you're uh, that, that's enough, just your own personal bag. That's enough in your little field that you're, yeah. yeah. One bag per person. You just got to recharge it every two weeks. Right. Two weeks. Okay. Yeah. And do you have testimonials about what people were experiencing before and after using the bags? Yeah, endless on emfrocks.com. It's endless. Okay. Like literally endless. And it's so fun to be able to help so many people. And that's in my 25th year of business, Sasha. This year, we're going to help and we're already on track to help more people than we've ever helped over the 25 years. Wow. And it's, wow. And it's mostly through 
the EMF protection. And that's amazing because I think sometimes people know it, but they're so, they kind of forget because it's just so part, so much part of the life. They'll go to the nutrition, they'll go to the supplements, they'll go to all this other stuff without really addressing their environment, the health of the actual, the waveforms in their environment that they're in every single day. So that's just, that. that's, yeah, that's great. Okay. Um, anything else? I think that was good. I think, I, I don't know. Is there anything else that we haven't covered that you think that people should know? Well, I think you kind of got it. Let's get grounded by nature, everyone. Okay, We're, that's our nature. I mean, we've talked a lot about the difference between us and the non-native, the speed of the waveforms. You know, we sleep in these lower brainwave states and this stuff's in the billions of waves per second. There's websites, bioinitiative.org, cellphonetaskforce.org that talk about a lot of these challenges uh, and have studies on it. Check out the books, The Invisible Rainbow, Arthur Furstenberg's book. Check out Tom Cowan's Contagion Myth. Check out Eileen McCusick's Electric Body. Electric I want to get her on the, the show too. It's oh yeah, she's fantastic yeah. and how yeah. she explains it. And she's she's like, there's people that have created systems and that's where it's incredible. Uh, Dr. Darren Weissman created the lifeline technique. He would be another great guest for you and I'll happy to introduce you. But he created uh, infinite love and gratitude as a healing capacity. So if someone gets uh, like thrown off by, it's like, oh, it's too much. I'm like, I'm scared of this stuff. Give yourself infinite love and gratitude and, and clear that emotional holding pattern. And, and he does it through the lifeline technique. So he's created a system. She's created, Eileen McCusick's created sound healing. I love the brilliance of people that have created systems and brought it all in together. I've created a, a system with athleticism, you know, ah, and, and yes. incorporating all the components to it. And so there's, there's not one answer to this stuff. Let's just raise our vibration through love, through sound therapy, through proper nutrition, through grounding, through prayer, through being together, through the awareness and the education. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're going to win out on any government mandates or uh, any of that stuff. Our body sovereignty is first when we can control, help control what goes in us. Uh, no one else can control us. When someone else controls what goes in you, they can control you more readily. Uh, I guess the last topic is the the biometrics like really avoid using commerce with your fingerprint or palm print or red in your eye your voice or face <clears throat> we're aggregating that information if that's ever stolen sasha your life's going to be upside down right. so right. i would avoid that and get the faraday bags throw your phone and stop that data harvesting yes. go back to android phones like literally stay in the 4G mode. I have an Android phone that's wiped off, no CCP parts. I bought my, and I did one of the alpha casts we did was through cybersecurity. And I bought my SIM card through privacy.com. I have all these credit cards through privacy.com where no one could, you know, shut me down or find out who it is. So I literally can talk through Signal, any encrypted app. 
And, and that was the call that I got was through. Yeah, that's Sing what like I use too. It's a major app. Yeah. Which is great. It's yeah. encrypted. They can't figure that out. And if they did decode it, they can, it would take them forever to just decode one message. So the back and forth stuff. So you can do Wi-Fi, <laughs> excuse me, and communicate through people without using cellular, without being tracked and tracing, giving away information. Jitsi.org. Meet.jitsi is a great platform for video that doesn't track stuff. There's so many different platforms out there that we want to start to utilize uh, out there for our security and our own protection. Because if someone knows your bank accounts, your passcodes, they can easily shut us down. And I think China already has all this stuff through AI and we're just giving it away to them with our cell phones. We absolutely are. And that's the thing that we didn't really talk about is, is that data. Like, I think I was even Mike Winner who said like the biggest industry now is the spying industry, right? They've, they've got their tentacles in everything, in your bank accounts, in your personal life. But the thing is, is so many people give up so much voluntarily. Like I resist any new technology. I don't, I've never tapped a credit card. I have to insert it and put my code in. Like I, I just resist all that stuff. It's like, no, I don't need you that I don't live. I don't do things for convenience. People are like it's so convenient. It's like, I don't care. I don't live a life of convenience. That is not my goal in life. My goal in life is actually putting in a lot of effort and I love, but I love it. So it's interesting that whole spying and that voluntarily, voluntary giving up of your information, but all the stuff that we don't know that's being harvested all at the same time as well, because the information is in the airwaves, right? Like they, they can right. tap into that. They can find it. So super interesting. Yeah. So how do people find out more about you? What's the best way to con to get your products, to learn more about you, to connect with you? Athleticism.com. It's spelled athleticism.com. And then emfrocks.com are the two best websites. Athleticism Neuros Stacking on Instagram for those of you who are on there. And uh, also at emfrocks on Instagram. Those are the ways. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I knew there was going to be so much in this interview. There's so much information. So hold on for one sec. Okay, guys, I hope you loved it. Share it. I think I'm being shadow banned all of a sudden, I have to say. So if you like this podcast, please share it and pass it on. And I got to start emailing my people actually, because all of a sudden it's going from trucking along to things getting better, better, better to, and it stops. So we got to share this information, people. It's, we got to find it. We got to share it. And we got to, we got to apply it too. As Dr. Joe Dispenza says, this is, we're living in a time where it's, it's not only enough to know, we have to know how. We have to know how to do these things to create the life that we want. So if you're aware enough, if you have the eyes to see what's going on, then it's time to, to apply all this amazing, interesting knowledge. So thanks so much for joining me, everybody. And until next time, be well, get yourself some rocks.